Hi, my name is Ray Schneider, and you're listening to the Rarely Write Podcast. Now, where the Rarely Write Podcast name came from is that it's not about being right or being perfect in life. In fact, we're rarely right. But it's about being an active participant in our own stories, taking back the pen that somebody else took from us and beginning to craft our story in a way that creates positive energy and momentum forward. Now, I've been a counselor for the last eight years, and one of the greatest joys in my life is when I've been able to watch one of my clients have a breakthrough, when I've been able to see the light click on for them, and they realize, oh, I can do this because I'm already doing it. Welcome. So thank you to everyone who's been kind of patient with the podcast the last two weeks. It's been a little um, frustrating on my side of, of the world as well. Um, so just wanted to, to start off by saying that. I know that we took a, a week or so off, um, but I hope in that time you have been exploring yourself and um, the different avenues in which you could continue to learn what it looks like and feels like and means to live your story out fully. And I feel a little a little bad and a little weird about the podcast kind of just stopping for a week and a half because the last podcast I did was on transparency and talking about, you know, my own junk and my own stuff. And then all of a sudden it wasn't here and it wasn't available to you. Um, and I just want you to know that wasn't wasn't purposeful by any means, just having uh, some issues with the podcast um, in general. But I think that we had that fixed. So um, what I wanted to talk about today now that I've had a personal rant for about 45 seconds, is a topic that's really hard for me to talk about, um, but a topic that a friend of mine uh, brought to my attention that would be good to discuss. And I think when things are hard, um, maybe this is the best place to talk about it, is is in community with other people. And so I'm going to take a stab at it and hope that in the midst of it, if it's something you've dealt with or are dealing with or have chosen not to deal with, that you can find yourself here in this place with us. Um, And that topic is forgiveness. Forgiveness, in general, in theory, is something that I think we all are good at. Um, You know, when someone does something wrong, um, I think that, again, in theory, we are able to say, I forgive you. Um, We're able to say, it's okay. Um, in the midst of someone aching and crying to you because of the mistake they made, oftentimes we want to comfort that person. We want to accept their apology and say, it's okay, you're forgiven, I understand. The problem is that oftentimes those words relinquish the other person from that burden and it's as if we allow them to relinquish it We put it in our own junk and we carry it with us because there's two different pieces to forgiveness. There's the actual words that allow someone else off the hook for themselves emotionally, the maybe offender in this moment. But then there's the piece of actually forgiving, right? Because words and actions are two radically different things. We can say things all we want, but if we don't actually live out those words, those words mean nothing to us. So that's that's the first part that we're going to talk about. The second part's the not even being able to say, I'm sorry. But the first part is when we 
carry around this burden, the ache that someone else created, the disruption that someone else put in our lives, and we don't work through it, when we just add it to our pack of things that have happened to us, it festers. And sometimes it's a very obvious fester. You, you literally feel it in all of your interactions. Anytime you hear that person's name or see them or think you see them, anytime you rub up against the wound, you know it's there. You feel it. It's, it's infected. It's upsetting. And you still ignore it. Or you believe it's your fault that you're carrying it around and you allow yourself to be punished by it. Or you really just get paralyzed by it, right? Or you don't know what to do with it. And so we let it sit. That's what I'm really good at. I'm really good at adding it to my backpack or my pack of things that I travel through life with and just carry it. I'm actually really good at um, putting some kind of Band-Aid on it, you know, saying, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it or half healing and then just letting it sit back there. The problem with that is, is when it's not an obvious festering wound, but sitting in your pack, it's almost a ticking time bomb, right? It could happen in two months or 12 months or six years later and it begins to get heavier and you begin to feel it weigh you down. In fact, each step you take, you can almost feel it mocking you. See, forgiveness, forgiveness is really powerful, not just for the other person, but for you when you give it out. When we say you're forgiven, when we say it's okay, we don't have to say I'm forgetting when we're saying I'm forgiving, but we do have to come up with a plan a process to relinquish the control over us as well, to let go of it in a way that while it's always going to be part of our story, especially if it's incredibly painful, especially if it completely disrupts the vision of what we thought our lives were going to be. So we don't have to forget it, but we do have to begin to take the power back from it. Because forgiveness is actually the avenue in which we move on from a wound. If you are still dealing with something months and years later, I'm going to give you a hint. You have not allowed that wound to move away from you. You have not relinquished control. And in some ways, you have not fully forgiven in a way that allows you to bring light into that place. The other piece of forgiven is when we can't even say the words. When someone does something to us that disrupts us in such a way that we physically cannot tell them you're forgiven, we cannot physically let go of the action. And this is an even scarier wound. And we know it most of the time. Most of the time we know that it's not okay, that this is where we're at and this is the place that we're in. Sometimes it's pride. But I genuinely believe that a lot of times it's not. What I believe is that in the moments when we can't say you're forgiven, when we can't move past it, it's because that wound 
has triggered an even deeper wound inside us, right? What I think we need to think about when it comes to forgiveness, especially those dark places, those really deep, painful wounds that we get, is that we need to think about the fact that it's not always about the other person. I could do a whole series on it being for the other person, but this is about self-love and self-care. So we're talking about you. Forgiveness and saying I forgive and being able to let go a little bit has nothing to do with the other person. It's not you freeing them from that burden. See, forgiveness is freeing you from having to carry them around with you. We may never be able to change the breakup or the divorce. We may never be able to change the things they did or they said to us. And the darker and more awful it gets, the harder and harder it will be to forget. And I understand that there are wounds, emotional, physical, sexual wounds, that take so many years to forgive and forget and in forgetting in the context of I don't let it affect every time someone comes near me. There's those types of wounds that we may not even get to touch on today. But when we're talking about forgiveness in this context, in the way where I can't say the words, in the way that this person hurt me in such a way, my life will never be the same. We need to begin to think about it for self-care and self-love. Because when we carry around that loathing, that anger, that disgust, it festers. And it makes the agony and the wound and the pain worse. See, the thing is, is there's ways to wash a wound that care for it, that wash out all the junk, and it may not be pleasant in the process, but coming out the other side, the wound begins to, to heal over. It doesn't get infected. It's, it's cared for. It's loved on over and over again for weeks at a time. There's also ways to disrupt a wound, right? To not care for it, to not put love into it, to let it get infected, to let it spread throughout your body because you haven't taken care of it. And I believe with all of my spirit that anger and loathing and the inability to let go, to free ourselves from something someone else did to us is the same as allowing a wound to never heal. It's the same as not caring for it. It's the same as purposely creating infection inside it. Now, I am not saying this in a way where I believe this is an easy thing to do. In fact, there are places in my life where it feels like an impossible thing to do. I wear a key around my neck. I don't wear it um, every day. I wear it most days. And the key says, let it go. And that, as silly as it sounds, is what I wear to remind myself that I have to eventually forgive my dad. Now, I'm not giving myself this easy breezy peace walk that it's okay that I've been carrying this really 
wretched anger and disgust around with me. But it is a reminder that it's a process and that until I do, I have to carry this around too. I have to let it go. So wherever you are in your life, forgiveness isn't easy, but there is a step, there is a process that you can take to get there. And there's there's about a dozen different things that I could talk about and I could spend about three hours sitting here and talking in circles about different activities. But the biggest thing that I, I want to tell you there, the greatest advice that I want to give you is that until you're able to sit down with yourself and work through what you're feeling and why you're feeling it, not the obvious, the deeper layers, you won't get rid of this. You won't move past it in a way that's productive. So if you can't do that, I don't know if you're a big into writing. I am. It's the way I process. It's the way when I work with people, it's the way I ask them to process because there is power in putting our feelings and our thoughts and our hurts to paper. There's power in it because we claim it because we actually physically say, this is how I'm feeling. A lot of times as humans, especially humans who want to be good humans, especially humans who want to be seen as good humans, we don't like naming the things that we're feeling. They can feel, we can feel them for a minute and then we push them aside. We push them aside quickly and as effectively as possible because we don't have time for it. So the advice I would give you is, is almost in three pieces. The first one is, I want you to write it down. I want you to write it down. I want you to cry about it or however you process. I'm not a good crier, so I, I, I don't want to force that onto somebody. But I want you to write it down. I don't want you just to talk about the thing. I want you to talk about all the things that are around the thing you're not forgiving. I want you to talk about why you're upset. I want you to talk about the things that it's affecting. I want you to talk about those fleeting feelings that you keep shoving down inside you and saying they're not enough. And it's not going to happen in five minutes. It may take days, but I want you to write it down. I want you to write it down. I don't want you to type it. I want you to write it down. I want you to physically exert energy from your body on the paper. And then once you've gone through that, and I want you to take your time. If you're a person who just has to dump and you spend like an hour doing it, do it. If it takes you a couple days, do it. If it takes you a couple weeks, do it, but be thoughtful and mindful of it. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to then write a letter to that person. See, sometimes we can't physically talk to that person. It's not about them. It's not about them being released from that burden right now. It is about you being released from it in a way that you can begin to heal, that you can be able to make thoughtful steps forward. You don't have to forget. Almost always it's impossible to. But you can move forward and you deserve to move forward. And I want you to write a letter to them and I want you to actually say what you're thinking and what you're feeling. I want you to put to paper all the things that you didn't say or you should have said or you wanted to say. And the third thing is I want you to make a thoughtful decision around if you should have that conversation when you're ready. Listen, I am not a judge here. (laughs) Not a judge. I can't do it. So I'm not there yet. I've written my letter, not there yet. I want you to decide if you should say it or not. 
but then I want you to burn these. I want you to read through them a couple times. I want you to own those feelings. I want you to have a glass of wine or a beer or talk to a friend or cry or go for a run. And then I want you to burn them. And I want you to feel freedom from them. <laughs>